Yo, 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 you want some cancel this to go? Happy Tuesday. Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe in the house. It is October 24th, time for the podcast, the live cast. Of course, you can catch us on all of your platform viewing Facebook, YouTube, Cloud Hub. Where else are we? Uh, we're on we're on Twitter X. Yep, Twitter X. We're on just about everything. Rumble. All listening platforms like iHeart, Spotify, all those. Apple. Find your platforms, and if you are really liking us, you can go to each site. You can give us a thumbs up. You can make sure it helps us get out to as many people as possible. You can also share the show wherever you want to go. <laughs> Greg says, Woka Cola. That's funny. Oh, We're going to get into good. that Coke situation in a second. Uh, Republicans still continue to uh, hold their theater in D.C. Now voting for a House Speaker nomination. We'll get into that today. Uh, Trump making fun of Biden. Trump being very presidential. Biden losing his mind again yesterday. Tucker Carlson breaking down war with Iran and what's actually happening. Interesting take. He thinks Republicans should be trying to stop a war with Iran. and Instead, he feels most are trying to push it. And of course, Lindsey Graham leading that. We're going to talk about Woka-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola, um, you know, they've been in bed with BLM for quite some time, but maybe trying to disassociate themselves at least while Hamas is going on. Because if you didn't know already, BLM supports Hamas and they're very uh, open about that. James Bond going yeah. woke, possibly. We don't yeah. know it yet, but it could be going down that road. Mm -hmm. Any other stories that you guys want? By the way, I think I had four or five people sending stories yesterday and ideas. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll get into that. Why is Barack Obama putting out like a five-page letter mm -hmm. on Israel and Hamas going on right now. Mm -hmm. Told you, I'm sorry. The guy is the most arrogant man. He puts Donald Trump in a position of humility he because sure because he is the most arrogant politician of ever. He just can't get away from the limelight. He needs an audience because he's an actor. An actor needs an audience, and Barack Obama is an actor. He just can't. Dude, just, and I know you're trying to take heat off of the report that came out yesterday, the FOIA, and you're trying to draw attention away mm -hmm. outside of the fact that we know that you had something to do, quite possibly, with the chef being killed. Why mm -hmm. did you show up? Why? Whatever. We got into all that. Yeah. yeah and so <laughs> of course says, he has to come out with that report then. Uh, it didn't make sense to me why he's... Nobody cares what you think, Barack. Nope. You're done. You're over. You may have control over Joe Biden, but you don't have an official office. We don't want to hear from you. Anyway, and Mary says, agree, he's an arrogant jackass. He really is. Uh, we got all these stories to get into. We're going to get into all that. We also wanted to say thank you to Complete Auto Body Repair. They're our show sponsor. We continue to tell people about them. Seven locations throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. We bring them into the show. We talk about everything that they do with your vehicle A to Z. You're not going to find a better place. Also, if you're looking for a job, contact them and let them know you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. Sandy Travis is the HR. They've got over 60 jobs, technicians working in climate-controlled conditions. They've got sales positions, you name it, all kinds of staffing. Also, experienced realty partners, Kathy O. Big Strick, Steve Strick. Um, 
I did see something that I'd like to ask them about tomorrow, where I saw something that's supposed to happen come April of 2024, oh. where if you wanted to buy two to four unit homes mm -hmm. or housing, that you're only going to have to put 5% down. Oh. That it, it's okay. a way to get back at BlackRock and Good. Vanguard. We need to do that. And the other places. So mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll bring that up with them tomorrow. Also, um, we thank uh, Strategic Air Services. Once again, if you're going to fly private, if you're going to fly luxury, you do Strategic Air Services. Uh, if you're looking for a job, strategicairservices.net, strategicairservices.net. Let them know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. All right, let's get in the show. October 24th podcast. This whole situation, it's really interesting. I had no idea Coke was that bad. I mean, Coke was woke, and it's been woke for a while. Correct. But Coke even was like, wait a second. BLM, who we're associated with, mm -hmm. is siding with Hamas. Mm -hmm. And it blows my mind how local TV stations, national TV stations, all these publications refuse to go after Coke. Coke should be Bud Light for what they have done, the decisions that they have done to get into bed with BLM and what they have tried to make their company about. They're not about providing soft drinks. They're about providing a very liberal media message. And now Hamas does what they do and BLM supports them in all facets. We love Hamas. We got your back, Hamas. Going out and joining the rallies for Hamas and pro-Palestine, and it's difficult to tell the difference between them all. Well, now, oh, yeah, yeah, somebody at Coke, I don't know if they were forced to, pressure mm -hmm. to, said, yeah, even as bad as we are. Yeah, so... They didn't really say anything, but now they've taken BLM off their website. They sure have. Are they done with Coke? Are they, I mean, is Coke done with BLM? I don't know. They've now, Coke is now pissed off both sides. That was really bad marketing. Again, like the whole Bud Light thing, because the left now is. By so the way, that woman, that whole staff got fired. That's good. That whole marketing department in California got fired. It took them a long enough to do it. Of course it. they did, because Anheuser-Busch. InBev um, is woke as hell. Mm -hmm. I just don't find as many people being all about woke as it might have been more trendy a Correct. year, two years ago. And the more we talk about it, the more we attack it, mm -hmm. the more we break it down, the more we dissect it for what it really is, the more people feel comfortable saying, you know what? We don't need that crap. Right. We don't need to go after this messaging. Mm -hmm. um, we already know that the term go woke, go broke didn't start just because it rhymed. It's because it's legit. It's true. Even last week, we didn't get to it. Victoria's Secret last week mm -hmm. came out and said, oh, yeah, yeah, we tried this woke approach to undies. We tried this woke approach to transgenders and, and putting our underwear and our cloth on people like this. And we're getting away from the models. And you know what? nosedive crashed so you know what they did they said we're going back to sexy yeah <laughs> men don't want to see that shit women didn't want to see that stuff it's terrible you go woke you go broke so coke is now getting rid of their messaging with blm it's interesting. Boy, I hope it stays because Coke is really bad. They won't. I mean, they're probably they're probably just hiding in the bushes. Yes. You've all seen the meme with 
Homer Bush from The Simpsons. He likes mm -hmm. to disappear into the bushes <laughs> and then reappear when things get a little better. You know, I you shouldn't be drinking soda anyway. But why? I mean, go against Coke. Correct. Go against it. Don't drink it. Right. Just like, I mean, don't drink it. They're all about BLM. They are. Um, Joe, we had a picture of a can. I mean, I don't know if there it is. <laughs> it. Yeah, we had two pictures. I think Joe already put the. Other is this legitimately on their cans now? Try to be less white. I, I don't think it is anymore. <laughs> but, but. I don't think it ever was. But people think it was. But they. But they, people, That's a funny can when we keep that up. I know. I love it. And I don't think it was ever really on the can, but they definitely had the white guilt thing going on on their ads, is why somebody made that meme. For sure. And I'm sure <laughs> the other picture Joe had just put up, Coke didn't have that either. But isn't that a great depiction of drink your Coke while you're supporting Oh my God, that's kids, terrible. Isn't it? That's not okay. That somebody somebody's doing that. Correct. Some, Coke yeah. did not do that. But that is a great depiction of if you're holding a Coke and you're drinking it, you're supporting the bloodshed of Jewish people. And we're, and we're well, they're not real anymore. I mean, they, they, Coke wasn't, I mean, Coke got out. Yeah. I credit good. Coke for that. Well, that's, that's, they're not, they're not backing BLM or BLM started to side with Hamas and they got the hell out. Mm -hmm. Well, that was, we smart. all know that BM, BLM is not the most intelligent organization. Mm -hmm. They, they've had dirty leaders, they've had yeah. unintelligent leaders. There was no direction with BLM. Right. They're just not a lot of smart people in BLM. They're just not. No, they're not. I, I mean, they screwed over their own people. They're selfish. Mm -hmm. Their their agenda, it, it, it fell just... Rah, rah, rah. The only reason it even made any marks is because local media was afraid. Yeah. Once again, which is what this show is, we talk about cancel culture, not being afraid uh, to speak up against the crap that's out there. And of course, it's all out there. So Coke, you know, do what you want to do with it. Um, you shouldn't drink it anyway. But just remember... Whether Coke is siding with BLM or mm -hmm. siding with Hamas or anything else, they are a highly, 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 highly liberal company yes. that has backed massive liberal causes and liberal candidates in elections. So just remember that when you think about what you're going to purchase. Now, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. It also goes when you invest money. Um, humans are, they tend to be greedy. We tend to be greedy. We want to be comfortable. We want our safety. We're, we like to be happy. We like to be comfortable. We, we've gotten used to this wonderful life of comfort where comfort is great and we get things. And then the things that we have for many of us aren't enough. So we want more things. And of course, how do you provide that with money? So you invest your money, you want money back. I'm telling you, I've talked and been in meetings, financial meetings, where many people have no idea where their money is going. Mm -hmm. They have zero idea. They're just, they're investing money and they could be, they may not back abortion, but the companies that they're investing in to make money are putting money into abortion Correct. and so forth. If it means anything to you, then you're going to study and know it. We're just telling you that Coca-Cola is Woca-Cola. Mm -hmm. And just remember what you're putting money into and what you're backing. Unfortunately, there are many companies where you're like, oh, dodge this. Oh, dodge that. Oh, And then you're like, well, what the hell am I supposed to eat? What the hell am I supposed to drink? What the hell am I supposed to support? Because mm -hmm. all the damn money is going to some sort of liberal cause. Gosh. Yep. Uh, Mary says, I rarely drink Coke. May have two a year. Mm -hmm. um, I've tried to cut back on my Diet Coke. 
Well, and there was a lot of people that didn't know after we talked about this yesterday about the Girl Scouts. A lot of people, even on our own chat line, did not know how woke Come Girl on. Scouts were. They didn't. It was all over our chat line that they had no idea that didn't know after we talked about this yesterday about the Girl Scouts. A lot of people, even what? on our own chat line, did not know how woke Joe, Come on. Scouts were. They, Joe, I hear myself. What's going on, buddy? I'm, I'm hearing myself talk. So, uh, you know what? Sometimes I do repeat myself. I was really, what the heck was that? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out how to change the thumbnail for today's thing on Rumble because it got put up wrong. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. But Are we on Rumble? Yeah, that was what okay. you were hearing is, is Rumble. Because Rumble is slightly yeah. behind. Yeah. So we must have been hearing ourselves on right. Rumble. Right. I apologize. We got to wake you back up. You're still in vacation mode, dude. When you uh, walk in that door. No, it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Peter George says, drink bottled water, but that's more expensive than gasoline. Yeah, it yeah, can bottled be. Bottled water is expensive. Uh, it's better for you, though. For sure. Well, yeah, but you have to be careful of the water. We will get to the water show because just because you're drinking bottled water does not mean it is good for you. The acid in bottled water would blow your mind if you have not done the studies on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin says he can hear us no problem, Joe, so maybe we're all right from that standpoint. Uh, Good morning to you, George, as well. Okay, so if it wasn't bad enough that Coca, Woka, and Woka Cola is doing what they're doing... um, in supporting BLM, they should just all out say, listen, we're not going to even be associated with Coke anymore. We're done. Uh, We're done with BLM. We're done for good because BLM has shown their true colors. Correct. Now we get word. James Bond, there's rumors that James Bond Mm -hmm. is looking for it. They still have some time before they get there, but James Bond is thinking about their new modern audience. Oh, stop. Anytime you hear modern audience mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. modern society or modern thinking, just like we yes. have seen with mayors and blue cities around America, the reimagining of policing, which means no policing, which means blue ideals, which means, you know, your city's going to go into the tank even more. Um, James Bond's director. Well, we need to think about a more modern society coming up. <laughs> oh, really? What does that mean? A new modern audience? So the word is, is that James Bond is going to go woke. Yeah. And then they'll go broke. Then they'll go broke. Then they'll have to bring somebody else back. Um, has, has word come out on who the next James Bond is supposed to be? No, I haven't heard. Isn't it supposed to be an African-American male? I've heard that, but I don't know if that's true. And that's fine. Just because you're African-American doesn't mean that you're woke but of it course is, but it is if they're doing it just for that reason and there was a better candidate it's an it's just more virtuous virtual s- signaling I well, mean, well why not take a very manly yes macho series and try to destroy it as Correct. many companies in this country have already done and continue to try to do no peter was that it's not funny uh peter says caitlin jenner bond well that would be really woke <laughs> that would be woke of woke uh alex says originally they were planning a woman but then there was too oh much backlash God. to a woman taking over. Stop it. Oh, I know. I, I, know. I, I, I guess, though, it gives women a role. Unless it was Kate Beckinsale, and then I would give my stamp of approval. But that's it. Only Kate Beckinsale, because she has the accent. You know, since it's woke, I bet they would still have <laughs> Bond babes, too. Right? Maybe. Or No, they would probably have... They would have transgender. transgender. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> they, would, they would have trans. Robert gives a shot for Jessica Alba. I'd give her a shot too. Mm-hmm. No, no, she doesn't have the accent. I, Kate Beckinsale would be the only woman that I think that could pass that. Right. 
I don't really have a problem necessarily with a woman having that particular role, but but I mean, just stop it. <laughs> Some things better left alone. Alex says then it would be double D seven. <laughs> <laughs> That is oh true. Oh my god. That is true. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean just think about it. Daniel Craig. Uh, I mean he was the per- if there had to be an end, he was the perfect one to end 60 years of James Bond. I thought Daniel Craig was the best. At first at first I I was like, yeah, I don't see him and then I was like this guy's the best. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. you guys can go all the way back to Sean Connery and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I, I know for our, our generation that might be one above me, but mm-hmm. um, loved. am I by myself? I think Daniel Craig was amazing and the best one. He was fine. He wasn't my favorite. Yeah, Dave. Dave's a little older. Older people like Sean Connery, yeah. like like your husband. Yeah. I mean, That's he wasn't right. my favorite. Who is it? Why am I drawn to Blake? Is, he, in a, is he using a walker yet? Who, David. Sean Connery? No, yeah, David. Yeah, David uses a walker. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's old. He's old. My favorite was, what's his name? The good-looking, dark-headed guy. Brosnan? Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. He was more like comic, like not hardcore. I guess so, but me. I really like him. I think he was handsome, and I liked his suaveness. He was my favorite. His suaveness? Yes, his suaveness. <laughs> he was my favorite. I mean, I get Sean Connery was good. Sean Connery was the Bond when I was a kid. So. Yeah, 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 I liked him. I mean, he was, he was good. I just felt like when things advance... They're yeah. usually not as good, right? Well, but I that. thought the Daniel Craig series when with him, he it mm-hmm. was because the t- the subject matter became so much more serious, and you have to have an actor that has the chops to do it. I just yeah. felt he was amazing. Well, and there was a time when I think it we didn't call it woke then, but Sean Connery they tried to cancel him too and say he was, you know, a wife beater and mean to his wife. No, it's funny you said things. that. I'm looking. I've got the sound. You do. You I've do. got this. I'm looking to see where I have it right now. And I don't know if it's true. Glenn Thompson, if you're listening, please send it to me privately because of what he had said that day. And I'm glad that you brought that up. That's mm-hmm. funny. It is. I just I just thought, oh, can you not leave Sean Connery alone? Because his wife is still with him. I mean, if he was that mean after all those years, just leave his. Leave but him. see, that's he was. But it was before canceling was cool. Correct. Correct. That's right. And if you've got a lot of hype behind you, uh-huh. like a Dave Chappelle. By the way, Dave Chappelle, speaking of this, uh, Dave Chappelle is backing Hamas. He's back or he's back. He's pro-Palestine. He's oh been talking about this. And I haven't seen anybody really cancel him now. If there was ever a chance of Dave Chappelle being canceled, be now. But you could look it up. Dave Chappelle yeah. has, has come out. And spoken on this issue, which shocked me because I, he didn't have to. Right, he shouldn't even. But have said he it. has, which made me go, "Oh, yeah, oh, okay." That is, that is disappointing. It really is. That is really disappointing. I mean, if you're a parent these days, and your kid say is at how you call it Harvard or one of those things, and you have a Jewish kid. I mean, I'm not trying to be a baby about it, but I'd be afraid of my kid on that campus. And then you have Dave Chappelle backing that. I mean, people have lost their minds. Um, you know, uh, some of the comments there. Daniel James says Daniel Craig was amazing. My favorite was Sean. Um, 
the names of the female villains. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Daniel Craig would kick the shit out of Brosnan in a Bond-off battle. For sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about For that. For sure. Yeah, he went through a lot more. He was yeah. tested a lot more. He was tougher, no doubt about it. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, I am going to get you the uh, sound with Sean Connery. It's interesting that you brought that up, and I'll send it to you. I mean, just think if this was played uh, in today's society. <laughs> uh, Daniel Craig is my vote. I'm sorry, but if we'll see. They the director did say it could take some time before they think about the reimagining of the Bond character. Before it's more of a, a modern audience, but it, it won't look like the Bond. Reimagining, to, you know what that means. We won't. It won't be the same. No. So your favorite was Sean Connery. Favorite Bond? No. What? Brosnan still? Pierce? Bronze? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I liked Sean Connery. Don't get Pierce, me wrong. You know, Pierce really Bronson reminds me of Mosaic. Well, you know, look at me. I'm the Bond that I'm kind of highbrow. Yeah. He's kind of, he's the highbrow. He, he is. He is. And he was really good. I think Annette was the one that said he was really good at the Crown Affair. That was probably better role for him. Um, I didn't see this, and we're going to get more into that. We were starting with the cancel culture uh, block today first, but we'll get into it, Jamie. I promise you. Um, asking, you're asking, did you see the Jewish girls on campus pleading for help from their college chancellor? They were terrified. Yes. People are seeking out Jews in Canada, knocking on doors, asking if Jews live there. Yep, I'm seeing um, that all over social media. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, of course, Alex comes right back and says... Oh, Jamie Blonde Double D7. Thank you, Alex. There you go. You got your quote in. Um, and then, of course, Jeannie says, funny, all those law students protesting, most lawyers, firms, are Jewish. Isn't that so ironic? They are. And, and they control a lot of that uh-huh. industry. But that doesn't mean new industries don't or new groups don't start up. That's true. Uh, David says, who was the original Bond? The blonde guy? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea who the original... Does any of you listeners know who the original Bond guy was? Hmm. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good Do you know about that, uh, Joe? I know you're trying to get the, the Rumble situation working. No, I, I, I can't remember. I don't remember who the blonde was. I just don't. Uh, woke bond 007 plus 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 yeah. Roger Moore. Roger Moore was it wasn't Roger Moore, didn't he follow Sean Connery? Yeah, I thought he came after. I thought he did too, but it says the original James Bond is Roger Moore and okay. he's not blonde. It's really weird. Or wait, no, Barry Nelson? No, I don't know. Bindi's saying Sean Connery was the original Bond. I'm sure she's right. Well, I just asked Google, and Google came up with uh, Roger Moore and Barry Nelson. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, our chat line is saying 100% that Connery, original in 1962, according to Alex. We need more actors like Sean Connery. We do. Just a little bit more. But this is what culture will do. Mm-hmm. Hollywood will do. You you tear down that strong male yes. figure. Yes. And it's all right to be a little bit like that. You don't have to be a total dick or an asshole. You don't, but you need a little strength. Absolutely. And I don't know why people these days think that women don't like the macho good Yeah, you tell guy. me. What do women want? Women want You that. don't want to 
Women want pansy. That. No, women do not want pansies at all. The only ones that do, but then they're sorry later, is a liberal woman does like to take the balls off of a guy so that they can dominate him. <laughs> no, literally, so they can dominate the guy. But then once they're Joe, weak, you what is that? What's true. happening to you? It, hey, man. <laughs> no, it's true. No. You're looking like shaking your head. I was like, dude, do we need to stop this? <laughs> do we not need to stop the surgical process before it finishes? I'm telling you, I might be transitioning. No, oh, do see, <laughs> no, it is so true. It is so true. Liberal women want to take the balls off of a guy, slice them off, literally. But, oh. But but then literally, I'm, you mean whack it off? Whack it off. But then, when, Joe. But when the guy then becomes so what's the word demasculated or emasculated, and they can't stick up for the woman, that's when you see the ugly side of a liberal woman. Then they're mad and angry and hate the man after they mm. already just chopped him off and made him a lesser than a man than he used to be. Then they're angry. So look at a room full of liberal women. They like sissy men, but then they're angry about it. I mean, that is not a lie. Stand around a whole bunch of them. So a normal, non-political woman and a strong conservative woman, we want strong men. Because a strong man can handle a strong woman. Let, let me tell you about the show that I was forced to, well, not really forced to watch, but I, I actually got to experience when I was in Florida called The Power I don't know if anybody's ever seen this show before. No, where, no, where would you see it? it. Uh, well, I, I don't remember exactly what we were watching. I think it was Fire TV or something like that. I don't remember exactly. However, it's a show about how women develop this special power where they become more powerful than men. You mean physically? Physically. Yeah. Okay. And like they have literally, they become superheroes and men are betray betrayed as evil. So yeah. 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 You should see the show. It's great. Yeah. No, that is so true. If you see that, <laughs> I mean, it's just go spend. I, that would not be. No, women. no. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. No, you don't want that. <laughs> you do not want that. You want a strong female because a strong female conservative or non-political will go for a strong man. Can you read what Bear, what Greg just said, Lizzie? Greg said, no. Bond was first portrayed... Is that, is that the one you're talking about? Yes. Okay, Bond was first portrayed on screen by American actor Barry Nelson if 1954 Climax television adaptation Casino Royale in 1961. Hmm. That's interesting. And so I, I guess it depends on where you Google, too. Because he got that, other people Googled and saw it with Sean Connery. I'm just telling you, if Bond goes woke, they will go broke. Nobody wants to see that. And I know times change. There are certain things that kind of become uh, in vogue at the time, Joe. And I just look at it and go, it's not right. I do believe you. I, I don't think women want that. And then you start mm -hmm. to see the wussification of America. Correct. The sissification of men. Mm -hmm. um, taking down the the strong godly males and males supposed yes. the, a, a male is supposed to lead correct at the same point in time treating a wife or women with utmost respect 100 percent. and i tell Partners. my daughters do not go for a weak male do not do it go for one that is as strong as you are but then in the end of the day when there's a crisis they'll protect you kevin says strong males are now considered yep Toxic males. Yep, toxic masculinity. <laughs> Great, that's what Greg says. Yeah, could you imagine in the new Bond going woke movies, Bond in a smart car? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. In a little smart car with a man bun drinking a soy latte. You, oh, I'm 
Do we that's have that's what they do. That's Wait a minute, are you are you for man buns or not? No, hell no. Okay. No, heck no. I know people. I know women who like strong men, who like man buns. They're probably a liberal. You want to cancel man buns, don't you? I do. I want to cancel man <laughs> buns. Yes, I do. I don't necessarily want to cancel long hair because some guys look kind of good in the little bit longer hair, but then don't take that hair and put it up on top of your head with a man bun and then and then get in your smart car. Yeah, see, I was, we were trying it. to do that. Donald and I had to grow my hair out, but it's not working. It doesn't. My hair just grows like a plant. A lot of people. Like an eggplant is what we do. It just goes straight up and out. Uh, David says the woke culture is always on attack on biblical beliefs and yes. traditions. Amen. Uh, patriarchal leaders are also hated. Mm -hmm. And hey now, Knight Rider had a smart car. He kind of did. Uh, uh, Megan says, Megan Kirk says, man buns are so bad. They, they really are. <laughs> Unless you're a samurai. Well, a samurai, okay. You wear your man bun. But... Uh, if you guys haven't seen this, and when you want to talk about male figures and mm -hmm. strong men and canceling people for what they say, yeah. uh, talking about what has happened with the Bond movies, if you, I, I saw this on the first time I saw it, I didn't even realize this happened, and, and I think this was from the '80s. It was Sean Connery interviewed by Barbara Walters. Barbara Wawa. And listen to this interview. You <laughs> talk about if he would be canceled in 2023. Here you go. Years ago, you did an interview, which may come back to haunt you. What, you know what I'm going to say, right? No. Okay. You did an interview in which you said, uh, not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that. I haven't changed my opinion. Uh, you haven't? No. Not at all. <laughs> you think it's good to slap a woman? Oh no, God. I don't think it's good. I you don't think, think it's bad? It must, I don't think it's that bad i think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it yeah. what would merit it well if you have tried everything else and women are pretty good at this they, they can't leave it alone yeah? they don't they want to have the, the the last word and you give them the last last word but they're not happy with the last word they want to say it again and and get into a really provocative situation then I think it's absolutely right. Oh to give her a good slap. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look at her face. What if she gives you a good slap back? Well, then you get into another area. I mean, uh, then maybe she's getting to like it, and then it becomes something else. Oh, I don't my know. God. But, uh, <laughs> then maybe she likes it. No, no. I, seriously, I think that uh, it's the last resort. He's not going to do it because he wants to do it. Huh? Wait till people see this interview. Are you going to get mail? might get some female <laughs> <laughs> now before we laugh and have fun we do not condone it nobody no man should ever hit a woman yeah. it just it should not ever freaking happen ever this is just going to show what he was talking about in the day if he would be canceled then every yes that would be leading the stories mm -hmm. on everything mm -hmm. blah, blah 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 but it shows where we were at that point in time and she did one of those gotcha things yeah she was really trying that to used get to be a gotcha Gotcha moment. Mm -hmm. And he turned the tables on her. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He turned it on. And that's probably why the article got written that he was a wife beater. But it, it did. And you know what, though? There were a lot of women who didn't like him after that, too. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, damn, look what he did. Yeah. And to, it, and it's it's almost like, holy crap, look at him having fun going back on her. I thought it was hysterical. Uh, I, I wouldn't okay, want him to you're hit saying, Yes, no, man, we hysterical. are not condoning that. No. Never would. I'm not saying I, I would want him to hit me, and I've fortunately really never been hit. But if, in fact, 
you know, he came in this room, I would still like him. There were, I mean, there was some, there's something, and I'm a male, so it's different. There's something charming about the way that he said it. I, I liked what he said. I thought it was interesting. And he was trying to make a joke, and he tur- completely turned it on her in the end. I haven't hit a woman. I would never hit a woman. Mm-hmm. But there was something, I know he was just how, she tried to get him into something, and then he kind of played it back on her. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, in today's society, you see things. And it's funny. I wish I had sent it now. I, there, there's videos that I'm seeing, you know, people getting into fights these days. And the man is like pulling the women's hair and slapping her and this and that. And it just looks like these little gang brawls that are at the mall. I just don't know any like women that. that like to be hit. No, I don't like to be unless they ask to be hit. <laughs> Just like Sean Connery said, you know, Joe in a different situation. Apparently, maybe a in a special private do. room. Joe, Joe backed away from his table, looked as like, oh, I'm not getting into that. One. Apparently, they do if they like those books <laughs> we talked about a couple weeks. Well, there's ago. a proper way and a proper place. Right, Fifty Shades of Grey, and they, there's it, a proper way. There's a technique. There's a, apparently. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if the technique is like it's Joe. Not- yeah, it's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's the technique like when Joe Biden yesterday say say he wanted to be in the situation room. I wonder if the women would like to be in a situation room. Uh, <laughs> Paula, <laughs> Paula, Paula says from the line as he as Sean Connery said, he's like some woman just can't shut up. That is so true. Greg has a great question. That is so true. Is it wrong to hit a trans woman? <laughs> I think you can hit a trans woman. That's a good question. Oh, my God. It's a guy. That's a girl. Can you slap him? Oh, my God. That's a good question. Uh, I wonder what our listeners think. Our next podcast following this show, The Proper Way to Smack a Lady When She Wants to Be Smacked. And where? That doesn't mean in the face. Um, Not with Joe Biden. Uh, Robert said with glasses. (laughs) Clint Eastwood. (laughs) With glasses. Oh, Clint, Clint Eastwood punched a woman off a train. I think that was in the movie. Yeah. Um, Stephanie says the funny thing about it to her was that he gives zero fucks. He, she's he like, didn't care. I thought it was hysterical. And it's That's interesting. True. And Peter brings up the point, too. He's like, oh, but it was okay for Chappelle to say slap a bitch. And, that, and Chappelle had a bit on that. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Donna says, though, it's hard to believe that that was somewhat expected back in the day. What, that men hit women? In the 80s or something? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, the only time, yeah, I just, I don't, I didn't see any men in my life ever. I had really good male role models, uncles and grandparents and all that. I never saw them hit some of the women are in my family. Yeah, maybe a trans would hit you first. I believe, well, you know that's true. A trans woman would hit you first. You know that's, that's true. We're getting that, uh-huh. oh, well, imagine how that would go down. Boy, we really got off off track with that. Yeah, but anyway, um. That I just yeah, you brought up that sound. You said something. I'm glad that we were able to put that sound and find that sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, never know where we're gonna go. It was all part of the cancel part. This is cancel this cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo back in the house today. Uh like us, subscribe us. Uh you can send us stars on Facebook. That helps us as well. You can check out our merchandise on cancel the show.com. You can also donate to the show as well. We appreciate that. Um, if you can't find it on the website, you can do it on the phone. You go to menu and donate. We appreciate that. That helps us as well. Uh, Chris does have a question. He says, honest question with the feminists today. If a woman came up to you, close fist punches you, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to even slap her to defend yourself? I think today you <clears throat> probably could. As a man? 
You know what? Joe, if a woman came up closed fist and slapped you as hard as she could. Well, it's not a, a slap if it's closed fist. Yeah, it's actually a punch. That, that, that would be a punch. Right. And are, I still would. I still wouldn't. I would just try to. Def, you just you just diffuse try to grab it. Her Here's hand. my you policy. Diffuse, you grab and diffuse. Here's it. my policy on that. If if a woman's getting the best of me, like which this has never really happened or anything. However, I would <laughs> I would grab them like bear hug until yeah. they yes. they you know to uh, until I was either safe or they you know promised that they weren't gonna are there times where you like to be hit joe no okay no No. i don't think that's ever a a pleasurable thing no well and as a female well there are men who like to be hit no not this one okay yeah (laughs) well and that is true men are fundamentally stronger than women and i'm not saying it's right for women to hit a man either but if a woman comes with a closed fist and starts to punch you all you have to do is grab them or what you try to is put them in a bear hug or walk away from them and if they still keep hitting put them in a bear hug because walking away doesn't work if they're already hitting you they're following and hitting you and doing all yeah yeah that's the same like like when a woman is angry like telling her to calm down yeah don't do that it's not gonna have it'll make it worse if you just run away that she'll probably come after you the same thing yeah or destroy something of yours. Yeah, don't do that. For the first time ever, my husband said, Are you speaking from experience again? I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, don't ever tell a woman to calm down. Just don't do it. Ever. Ever. Uh, Derek says, close fist, there would be three hits. Me hit her, she hits the floor, the ambulance hitting 90 mile an hour is getting her ass to the hospital. Okay. So Derek would hit. Um, So do not hit Derek. Don't do it. Sean Connery. Um, from a different country, mm-hmm. much older at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as our person said, zero fucks. Yeah. Multimillionaire. Zero. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, whatever. We'll see where we go with it. But, you know, cancel culture is what it is. And uh, Shay says, calm down. We'll give you a special Dateline special. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just down. say yes, dear. Yeah, that's all part of it that's going on. Um, I, we know that... Um, Biden is submissive to Barack Obama. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. Well, did you this press? Did you see? Did you see Biden yesterday at his press at a press conference? Speak of that, it looks like somebody's been punching him around <laughs> at the press conference. That's right how he his, acted like. Well, he right in his used. chin. We know. Right, right <laughs> in his chin. <laughs> right in his ball chin. Uh, he had a quick presser yesterday. Yeah, he sure did. But he's like, uh, yeah, I, I need to go to the situation room, as you said. I mean, he just, this isn't very presidential. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, we'll show you the sound here um, from Joe, but here it is. Check out this from yesterday. I apologize. I have to go to the situation room of another issue. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I apologize. I have to. Uh, just, just keep playing that. Is it? That's thank a, you, thank you, thank you. That's his voice. I apologize. I have to. Go to Democrats. Issue. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What the truck is going on, I Democrats? I think he just had to go to the bathroom. He can't talk either. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I guess he didn't want to get too worked up because he probably had to poop or something. Oh like my yeah. God. Yeah. God, it just. Have you ever heard a? He's so feeble. Ugh. Guys, the joke is being played on us day in, day out, Mm -hmm. and the deep state is laughing their asses at you, Democrats. They're not laughing at Republicans or conservatives or independents because they know they can't get over on us. But Democrats, they're laughing at you. The joke's on you, Democrats. Wake up. Wake up. You can't vote for this man. You can't even accept this man as the president. Can I hear it one more time, Joe, if it's possible? He can barely talk. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, he's. I think AOC would be more apt as a president right now. Oh, you didn't just say. Yes, that. I did. Go to the situation room with another issue. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, Joe. Go to the situation room with another issue. Yeah, situation room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. I apologize. I have to go to the yeah, situation room with another issue. Jeannie says there's no way he is running thank this you, shit. No, you. of course there's no, not. No, he's not. Donna tonight. says it looks like the speaker of the nursing home. It does. Yeah, we're going to have tapioca pudding tonight at, um, over at the house. And, you know, <laughs> platinum rock legends will be playing. <laughs> and we're going to have some fun over there. Uh, yeah, just make sure you find your way over there. We'll be at Delmar Garden Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Eat your jello, Vic. Yeah, actually, it's 5 o'clock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know who's... I'm laughing, but Donna says Obama is laughing at all of Of course us. he is. We'll get into his quote later. Oh. I mean, here's... Check out Trump making fun of Biden. Oh. I mean, this is classic. This is like a Sean Connery move. I mean, because um, Donald Trump is sprite. He is vibrant, he is energetic, he is witty, he is smart, he is fearless, he is uh, vicious, he is arrogant, he is a leader, he does not care, he is aggressive, and I'm telling you what else he is, he is very, and I mean very likable. Yes, he is. Especially in a time of need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here you go, here's Donald. Yeah. Or find his way off a stage. He can't find his way off a stage. You ever see the makes a speech if you call it that? Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. And they're screaming at him. They're saying, "No, you got there. You got." And then he can make a bad speech, but you got to be able to see, you know, you came in here. I can even go out there. I see there's an exit there, exit here. You got exits all over. It's unbelievable. <laughs> or find his way off his... Oh. Did we ever think we'd get to the point where you have a legitimate breakdown of the selected president of the United States yes. being railed and every bit of it 100% true, correct, mm-hmm. funny, sad at the same time. Uh, sometimes you have to laugh instead of crying, and sometimes you're angry about it. Uh, Jeannie says, I do like a man with some balls, not chin balls. 100%. Or ball chins. Yep. Agree with her. <laughs> I think you fell in the shower and hit it on a soap dish or something. I wonder. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a soap dish chin. Uh, Bendy says, this is simple, guys. He's a man. He is an alpha male. Yes. yes. Lots of men and women feel threatened by an alpha man. She's right on it. When an alpha man yep. walks into the room, mm-hmm. you realize it. Yes. And people know it. And Pam says, I miss DJT as well. Yep. Um, the, the It's funny, but it's sad mm-hmm. because this man is so feeble, he can't even defend himself. Correct. He's just like sitting there all wobbly. He's kind of like the blow up guy mm-hmm. at, that sits on the corner. You know, those green blow up, yeah. those big like yeah. mm-hmm. the flailing arm yes. tube men. Yes. He's just like, yes. mm-hmm. whichever we do. Oh, I'll go over here. <laughs> I mean, 
we have, I mean, oh my God, but, the you're, joke, but that was a good depiction of the that. The joke is on America. It really is. And I agree with Bindi. She said something very <laughs> specific and it was very good that in our society, because it goes back to what I was saying about the men and the women that are liberal, that have the man bonds and the soy, and even some conservative Republicans who they just didn't like Donald Trump because of his mean tweets that hurt their feelings. You are threatened because you're not an alpha male and you're threatened by another alpha male because an alpha male is not threatened by Donald Trump. They, they're just not. Um, and speaking of an alpha male, here's Donald Trump talking on what would happen if he was the president. And you want to talk about an alpha male? You want to talk about the leader of the free world? You want to take a trip down memory lane two, three years ago when we actually had a leader, when there was a man who had everybody in their effing place in this world? They weren't getting out of line because they respected. They didn't like him. But they respected him because they knew if they did something, Donald Trump would send his team over there to put him right in their place. And the world had order. The world had peace. The world had more structure. And we certainly didn't have what we have in America today. Here's Donald Trump. To every American who's terrified that Crooked Joe's weakness will cause catastrophic global conflict. <laughs> Excuse me. It already is. <laughs> I make this promise to you as president, I will restore peace through strength and we will prevent, we will stop World War III. We will not have World War III. And I know all the players, I know them all, I know them all. To every um, I, I just, we desperately need that man. Mm -hmm. We do. Tell me why, if you disagree, because there's no reason why we don't right now. Uh, and it's interesting because John says that alpha men, and I have seen this, alpha men not only are feared by men, in fact, they get mm -hmm. targeted by weak men. They do. And targeted by women as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of times where women are told by their dads and that you're the controller, you're the dominant. They, and I've seen these experiences where dad tells a daughter where you go overboard. Well, you're in control. You do this. You do that. You don't need a man. And then these women become intimidated by alpha men as well. Correct. And they yes. will set them up. They will go after them. They will do whatever they can and they won't stop until they can get some sort of accomplishment or feeling out of the alpha man. Donald Trump is the alpha man. Shay says that's true, Vic. Pam says yes. Um, Chris says the education system today are distinctively trying to create beta males at a young age all the way through college. It's that cancel culture mentality. You've got to train men to be strong. You've got to train them to be respectful of women, but you've got to train them to be strong. Mm -hmm. John says Trump needs to issue a series of call to actions designed to motivate his base into actions, not merely complain. Yeah. Great point. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And But here's the deal. If you call his base to action, what are the specific things you want the base to do? Because I definitely feel like I'm one of those bases. But then what do you do? You end up like J, J6. They purposely try to intimidate very strong Trump supporters because if you do this, you're going to go to the go to jail. And we're reminded that Trump is the only defense we have against the deep state elites Agreed. who are destroying America right now. Mm hmm. Um, because you know what we have right now, you have that, that wussified leader yes. bought and paid for conflicted, compromised president, Joe Biden mm -hmm. walk 
basking on the beach, enjoying himself while everything else is going on in this world, while there are still hostages being held by Hamas. Yep, you can't make the stuff up. This is what's going on. The jokes on America, the jokes on all of the people who voted for Joe Biden, the jokes on all the media sources, both local and national, both television, radio, and print, who continued to promote and not fair when it comes to coverage regarding what's actually happening in this country. I, I've got to practice the Joe Biden. I can't do the Joe Biden. The Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, like it's just like the, yeah, thank you, thank you. You sound just you. like him. No, I don't. That's not a good one. I, I don't know. We're here. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize. I got to do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I apologize. I apologize. I have to go to the situation. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Vic, you go to the Situation Room, you run to the Situation Room after every show. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that is exactly right. After all the coffee and water I Is drink. he really <laughs> just saying he's going to the bathroom, or there is really a Situation Room, if there really is That's the perfect deal? way to, number one, act like you're... I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. I don't either. Anything I with him, either. it's all an act. It is. Number one, it can show that, oh, I'm a working president. Uh-huh. We got things going on. Sorry, I got to get over here. I'm telling you, it's all scripted. Now, he loses it from time to time. It makes them all look stupid. Mm -hmm. But number one, this whole Israeli-Hamas situation gave him an opportunity to have a position of power. Mm -hmm. We're going to go support Israel. We support him. And then, of course, he's losing his mind. It gives him an opportunity to stand in front of the... Po oh, we got stuff going on. I'm doing stuff for the American people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Try imitating yeah. him with a pencil in your mouth. Um, the situation is probably he is confused. And it also, if you don't have a speech prepared or if he didn't get his shot that he takes before he goes mm -hmm. out to talk, you can just say that and get out of it. Correct. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I that's uh, uh call me the conspiracy theory guy, but I don't believe it. Don't Not believe it for a second. Um, and of course, I was waiting for somebody to say he was getting ready to crap his pants. Lisa did. She said getting ready to poop his pants. He probably already did poop his pants. Uh, yeah, this is a serious situation. <laughs> I, I got poop in my pants. Well, you know, Jill knew she wasn't on stage anywhere near him. Because uh, he smelled. <laughs> I don't know who's taking care of that situation. Oh, um, but it's going on. Uh, this is cancel this, cancel this show dot com. Uh, I will say this really quick. Derek reminds us. Very few times have you heard the president state that he was going to the Situation Room. I don't ever recall a president saying that Me they're either. going to the Situation Room. Correct. Especially at the podium, which makes you go, hmm, uh -huh. what? What's happening with this whole situation? Yes. And even if Obama was talking in his ear and said, okay, you need to leave now because he was just rambling on and go to the Situation Room, you don't say it. You don't say it. He's just an idiot. And you know, you were saying he's like the nursing home. I just was at my mom's rehab place where there's lady that are 100 years old and she was coherent. I think most of the people in that rehab nursing home were way better off than him. He is so far gone. Yeah. And then, of course, we continue to have the debacle with, with Congress, uh, with Republicans we'll get into. And then, of course, now we have a situation that's going on regarding Hamas. They did release two hostages, two mm -hmm. elderly women, and they're trying, I repeat, trying to act uh, Hamas. 
the the women who talked said that Hamas told them that they weren't going to hurt them. They want people to understand their plight, but we already know they've hurt several people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to get into all the other things that they have done. They continue to shoot rockets into Israel, by the way. Yes, and I think um, I think their husbands are the men in their lives are still you know in captor and and it's sad because i was going to read this but barack obama we don't care about you i mean he's literally coming out and seeing the israeli government's decision to cut off food water and electricity uh it it threatens not only a worsening humanitarian crisis it could further harden palestinian attitudes for generations yeah okay you started it it could erode the global support for israel and it could also play into the hands of hamas um Nobody cares what you think, Barack. Right, go away. We already know, and here's the issue, and it's not just going after him, but it's bringing up facts. He gave billions of dollars to Iran right as he left office, and everybody knew that they were a terror supporter of Hezbollah and of Hamas, and he kept giving them billion after Mm -hmm. billion after billion, and he made sure it was his last act as president. If anybody wants to think that Barack Obama cares about Israel— Think again. He does not care about any peace whatsoever, and all of that is a game. Now, he has, if you care to look at it, I read the whole damn thing, and it was, it was a waste of time. His tweet message is about this long, and he starts off by saying, Israel has a right to defend itself mm-hmm. in its first paragraph, and we back Israel. And then he says the exact opposite thing in the next paragraph, which I was just talking about. But... Uh, but if you create a humanitarian crisis, it's going to be a problem. He basically said, stop, do not go after Hamas in Gaza. If you do, innocent people are going to be killed. Not mentioning what happened to the men, women, kids mm-hmm. in Israel when the attack happened. That's the problem with these BLM people, with these Hamas supporters, with unfortunately most of the pro-Palestine groups. They don't make any mention to what happened. Nothing. Or the hostages or the American lives that were taken. Where's Barack Obama talking about the 30 or 31 Americans dead, the hostages in Israel? He doesn't give a damn. He never did. And shame on anybody that wants to listen to anything that Barack Obama has to say. He's trying to get attention because many of us do believe his third term is underway with Joe Biden. Uh, Shay says, (laughs) giving us some levity to the conversation, Vic, stop. You're leaving a, quote, bad taste in the world's mouth. Yeah, for sure. That, of course, Tucker's famous comment Mm -hmm. to Brock's gay lover. Yes. And if you didn't know Brock's gay, or at least he's bi, and it's fine. Just be honest about it. He's gay. He's a gay man. And there are two, three, at least three accounts of men who have had sex with Barack Obama and came forward, gave times, dates, places, and Barack Obama won't sue them because he knows what has happened. And he knows it's true. Just be honest with everybody. Stop being a liar. You lied the entire time in the White House. You're lying about Iran. You're lying about being a gay man. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. Just be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, He looks ready for a stroke talking about Joe Biden. He does. Well, there's a couple people. And Obama was raised to get rid of the Jews is what Donna says. Donna's right. Donna's absolutely right. And, you know, you know, Lisa and Terry are talking on the chat line about usually when there is a big threat and a war coming up, our gas prices go up. And we already know our reserves are really low, but our gas prices have gone down. Would love to know the rationale and what manipulative reason that is. 
Shay has a problem with Obama still because he ran as a family man when he really, quote, Correct. wasn't a, quote, well, I, I don't know. Um, Valerie Jarrett, uh, Bathhouse Barry are running the show. Yes, Bathhouse Barry. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is good. Oh, my God, this crap is actually happening. Oh, I shouldn't talk about crap, especially in talking about Joe Biden. I'm sorry. In a sorry. situation room. In a situation room. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course... If you were ever going to go after America, which all these countries are doing now, if you were ever going to attack America, lessen us, bring us to our knees, there's no better man to be at the helm than Joe Biden, who not only can you take advantage of and compromise through his idiotic, um, horrible son, than right now in Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It, it all makes sense because... He's the laughing stock of the world. He's the laughing stock of this country. He's the laughing stock of the Democratic Party. And we all just look at him and go, yep. And there are people that would literally still vote for this guy. Just think about that. How scary is that with Americans? We all know somebody that would vote for Joe Biden if the election was held today. Yeah, we do. We do. And I don't get it. Joe, do you know somebody? Probably. <laughs> I, have, I've, I don't. I don't go around asking people, but I, there's a few people I suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do sometimes go around asking people. It it doesn't make any sense, but it's real. So we we continue to have the Israeli conflict go on. Israel continues to uh, to bomb certain areas. Hamas is sending rockets back. Um, American warships, American soldiers there or en route. Mm-hmm. Um, China is there. Russia's been fairly quiet. We know that China, Iran, and Russia are connected financially right now. Correct. Um, it certainly looks like we're being pulled into or already in what would be called a World War III, but then we have to discuss what World War III really means. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of all of this going on, I found it interesting. Tucker Carlson broke this down last night with a general um, where he was talking about America and our politicians. And he was ripping Republican politicians for leading us into a war with Iran. Yeah. And I'm curious what people think. I mean, obviously, nobody wants war. Do If we back Israel, does that mean we enter into a war? Is there something else there? Um, Lindsey Graham had previously said mm. that we should bomb their oil fields. We'll go after. We know Lindsey Graham said that we could take Iran out in a second. Lindsey Graham is also a warmonger. We, I, you have said that, and you're not the only person. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is. He does not care about human life at all. He doesn't give a frick about Israel or anywhere else. He cares about the money that he obtains from Ukraine. Uh, here's Tucker Carlson with this general on his, uh, his, uh, Twitter account, just some very interesting stuff. And, uh, it looks like the chosen destination is indeed Armageddon. There doesn't seem to be any real appreciation <coughs> for the implications for us and, and frankly for Europe and the world, as well as the Middle East of such action. You know, take for an example, just on the economic side. About uh, 20% of the world's oil passes through the Straits of Hormuz every month. Uh, uh, Probably 25% of liquefied natural gas. And you're talking about shutting down two to three million barrels uh, a day of oil from Iran. 
you know, this entire region is involved in the war. This is not an Iranian monopoly by any stretch of the imagination. But the point is that when we're looking at 10-year Treasury yields up over 5% and people are increasingly convinced that the Fed has lost control, the economic side of the house is catastrophe. Then when you look at the military side, you have to look at the arsenal of missiles that Iran possesses. And they can reach out 1,200 miles with great precision, very uh, high explosive conventional warheads that would do enormous damage, destroying whole city blocks in places like Haifa, Tel Aviv, even Jerusalem, though I doubt they would attack Jerusalem. The, the bottom line is that we need to think this through, and everyone right now is emoting. There is no thinking anywhere, as far as I can tell. The only possible exception may be, amazingly enough, Mr. Erdogan in Turkey, who came out this morning and indicated he was willing to mediate uh, the dispute between Israel and Hamas. Whether or not anyone in Washington or Israel is interested in talking, I don't know. But if we could sideline Turkey and keep Turkey out of the fight, that would ultimately help Israel enormously. So what would happen to the United States if we followed Senator Graham's advice and just began bombing critical infrastructure in Iran? What would happen then? Well, all of the bases that we have in Iraq and Syria, unfortunately, where we still have over a thousand Americans, all of those would be targeted. And this time they would target them accurately and this destruction would be wholesale. I would expect trouble here at home and in the United States because of the open border. Hezbollah has a very large operation in Mexico. There are no doubt many, many, many Hezbollah agents inside the United States. We can only begin to imagine the kind of trouble they could cause. The missile and space program in Iran is very, very advanced, as is their cyber warfare capability. All of these things would be brought to bear against us. But what's most important, I think, for Americans to understand is if we attack Iran, on the basis of Hezbollah's alleged willingness to attack Israel if Israel invades Gaza, we will end up in a fight with Russia. Russia will not sit by quietly and watch Iran destroyed by the United States air and naval power in the region. And once Russia enters this, uh, it, it becomes much more than just a local conflict, maybe more than just a regional war. We haven't thought this through. We need to do that. And I doubt seriously at that point that the Turks would be able to stay out. The Turks. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, <clears throat> when I listen to this, and this is a 27 minute, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Tucker Carlson post here, but the general, when you think about that, I learned so much from him. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, listening to the interview. Um, it, it's one of those things where, Think about this. A connects to B, B connects to C. Joe, do you still have the interview up where it was in its place? I do. Um, I just wanted to listen. If we could just continue on just a little more, but I wanted to, to break there for a second. Think about what he's saying. We need to think about this more. Mm -hmm. What does he mean by this? Think about this more. What is he? Do we not back Israel or how do you back Israel? Is it just with money like we do with Ukraine? Mm -hmm. I think it's more. And I don't think we'll sit back. Do I think Israel needs our help right now? No, not in the Middle East. But if Iran and Ru I mean, but if Russia and China all of a sudden showed up and started giving support, 
that's the thing. We're in big trouble. In, in a perfect world, I would love America to stay out of most of this. Because in the end, if this becomes a World War III, we've already said this before, it could have been avoided if Trump was in office. Okay, so now we've got Tweedledum there in the office, and he's in his all of his actions have got us into this mess. But it looks like it was just because he's inept, but we know it's on purpose. They want us in world. And this is another reason why I don't think Donald Trump is allowed to be president by something. They love this. Listen to what the general continues to say. So our Sunni Muslims, they are the de facto leaders of the Sunni Muslim world. They have the largest armed forces in the region. They are in close proximity to Israel. They could move forces south through Syria very rapidly. And I'm sure Bashar al-Assad assuming he even survives the opening of this campaign, would not obstruct them. So, so many questions, but just to back up one click, you, you described Iran's missile arsenal, um, but Iran is a country that's been the subject of very intense sanction regime from the United States, in, increased by the last president, Donald Trump, um, but for a long time, how is Iran still such a powerful country militarily given those sanctions? It sounds like maybe they didn't work. Oh, no, I think that's, that's an important point, Tucker, and you're absolutely right. We place so much value on these sanctions and assume that they have this profound impact. Normally, sanctions harm the population in terms of lowering its standard of living, making life more difficult for the everyday citizen, but it doesn't fundamentally alter the policy or the goals and objectives of the government. And this is something that I don't think we understand. And the same thing is true for, for Hamas and Gaza. You know, you, you want to go after Hamas. You want to destroy it. I think everyone with a sound mind is interested in the destruction of Hamas. But do you want to kill hundreds of thousands of people in order to get at Hamas? That's the question. We have the same problem in Iran. Our sanctions have not harmed the regime's ability to develop and build very, very complex and sophisticated missiles. These missiles are very accurate now. There are hundreds, if not thousands. And the long-range missiles, the 1,200-mile range theater ballistic missiles, are a very serious threat to us in the region and to Israel. And the sanctions have had no impact there, if anything, the Iranians have pulled together the best human capital in their country, the best engineers, the best thinkers, and put them to work primarily on missile technology and on cyber warfare. And that's where we stand right now. We have to expect the worst as a result if we strike Iran. How is the U.S. military, do you think, having spent your life in it, leading troops in combat and at the Pentagon, position to respond to war with with Iran. And we'll right stop now. this right after this answer. In a strong position or not in your view? No, I don't think we're in a strong position. I think we're probably at the weakest point in uh, our recent history. Uh, I think you've got to look at the realities of new weapon systems, new capabilities. The United States Navy, if it's going to preserve its capability at sea, is probably going to be compelled to operate somewhere north and west of Sicily. If it comes within closer range, then it falls into this envelope where the Iranians can strike it. And as I said before, we have to assume the Russians will come into this. And once you move into the eastern Mediterranean, you are vulnerable to the Kinshaw missiles and other missiles, cruise missiles and hypersonic missiles that the Russians have. 
This makes it very difficult to fly strikes in support of the Israeli Defense Force against Hezbollah, because now you're flying a very long distance, you deliver your ordnance, you have to land in Israel in order to refuel. Israel is going to operate under a hail, if not a rainstorm, of missiles and rockets, making it very, very dangerous to do so. So our naval power, while substantial, may not have the desired impact on the ground that we would like. And then finally, we have no real army anymore. The army is down to perhaps, what, 450,000? How much of that is ready to fight is open to debate. Much of it is sitting in Eastern Europe right now. We, we don't have the means to rapidly ship a large force of 80 to 100,000 troops on the ground into the region, which means that we're reliant on special forces and right now 2,000 Marines and perhaps 2,000 special forces and special operations forces. That's not going to make much of a dent. And as we've seen quite recently within the last 24 hours or so, uh, some of our special ops forces and Israeli special ops forces went into Gaza to reconnoiter, to plan for where they might want to go to free hostages and, and make an impact. And they were shot to pieces and took heavy <clears throat> losses, as I understand it. I think that's where we're headed. And I don't see that as a win for Israel in any way, shape, or form, and I certainly think it's very dangerous for us. You know, as I've tried to point out to a number of people, until Britain en entered World War I, it was just a another European war. Once Britain entered it, it became a global war. Well, once we are a co-belligerent, we enter this thing, it's going to be very difficult for Russia and Turkey not to also come into this fight against us all right and that makes sense right there and it's a terrific interview you can watch more of that with tucker at his x site um i i love the interview because i hope that educates everybody where we are from a common sense general with experience there's not one thing you can disagree with that man said when it comes to foreign affairs i would like to bring any politician on to talk about what he just said and disagree with what he said not only did he explain it in a way that's common sense it makes sense Mm -hmm. we're, we're screwed right now. I don't, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Well, and not to mention, if we do start sending troops overseas, what happens when all of the, everything that came through the border starts Correct. doing whatever they're going right. to do, 100%. then all of our troops are going to be across seas and we're going to be very vulnerable. And, and I think that is their purpose to this. They want to send our already weakened I troops agree. Over there, and and what that what their response to you is? Well, it's better over there than on our own soil. That's what we've been told for generations that we're sending our men and our women overseas so we fight over there so it doesn't come back over here while we have our our border completely wide open and no one can convince me that we don't have little terror cells. Well, it's not just over. you. It's and, and people are starting to wake up a little bit more. If you're not awake by now, I don't know if you are going to be. And and it is what it is when somebody comes into your house and you see an Israeli situation happen here yeah you're going to be really stunned at that point in time uh let it all sink in what he just said too and Kathy says if those who are already in our country start a problem what happens then mm -hmm. as Joe just said Correct. also from that standpoint the only way we can fight back is with tremendous rapid action on every situation mm -hmm. you first eliminate all visas for all foreign students yes. and oh i know we're going to pull on the hard strings right now how do oh well here's the problem when you take the approach we're not going to do anything because we could hurt a few that in turn can lead to a whole lot more people getting hurt yes. who were never involved in the first mm -hmm. place
Absolutely. I am all for the college students. And here's another thing, Vic. Because now we're in a different era. We are. Where where the heartstrings get pulled against you and, oh, we're going to play your heartstrings against you over and over and over again until it's too late. This is why this is a massive problem, a massive issue. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make a hard decision. And I'm sorry, innocent lives are going to be taken for the greater good of a bigger society. I I totally agree. Because when other, I'm sorry, because when other enemies are positioning and plotting to come after Mm -hmm. you, Mm -hmm. you have to take drastic measures. We're not going to, we don't want one life loss. We don't. But when this happens, you've got to answer the same way. You're not going to be able to pick out this person and pick out that person Mm -hmm. and pick out this person. There's no way to do it. Our police forces are down. Our military is down. The people we have in the military, as we were told yesterday, are not what they used to be. We're spread out. Our budgets are down. We don't have the same capabilities that we did. And we think that we're going to be able to take care of the world and take care of our borders because now we'd only had to worry about outside of the borders. And everybody knew America could not be penetrated because of our geographical location Mm -hmm. and our borders. So Joe Biden, whose compromise comes in, and we all know he has allowed this to happen. The media has allowed it to happen. That's why I've I've always said, don't consume media when they refuse to report on the border and report all of the stories. And now we have people within our borders, and we all know it. It's not even uh, it's not even talked about when the FBI is telling us be careful, look out, Mm -hmm. attacks could happen. Now we're being told that Hamas has a massive operation and organization sitting in mexico on the border as well if we don't think something's coming we're crazy and it's going to happen it is going to happen and and there is something that we can be doing right now and right now arming ourselves number one number (laughs) one you need to have i mean i'm not being exaggerative you need to arm yourselves and and make your kids aware without trying to scare the hell out of them to keep your head on a swivel and be careful of politicians who are trying to unarm you and they're not going to stop attacking you because you're complaining that they're hurting your feelings that's exactly right Um, f your feelings right now kids and just be aware and that goes to college campuses right now all of those kids that are pro terror and pro the palestinians that are on our college campuses and they're not even american citizens they are supporting terrorism they need their visas pulled and they need to get the hell out of here they should not be doing i mean does that not strike everyone is so bizarre we have foreign people here taking scholarship money on our college campuses screaming and yelling at jewish people that they should be beheaded and they should be dead and death to america and they're here on a visa why the hell are they not taken out now now why because we do have twiddledum in the office and we have all these weak politicians or they're planned to do this to us all along. Well, not only are they planned, but there's a lot, not only are there people that are weak, but there are people who have been brainwashed into just thinking that they really think they're doing something good for society because they don't think that anything can ever happen here. Mm -hmm. There are people that think that we're living in a good time. I'm not kidding you. They do. I know a couple of people and I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? Because they see all this social woke crap that's going all over the place. They see cancel culture in some senses being promoted. Mm -hmm. They see Israelis being attacked and think that that's really cool. They see uh, 
these rallies being held. And the rallies aren't just happening in our big cities. They're happening in massive cities all around the world. They are. I'm sorry. You see the anti-Semitism uh, mm -hmm. and it's clear as day. Yep. It, it, it is absolutely clear as day. And I just don't, I, I, and I know it's a generation away, but so many people, even people my age, have forgotten 9-11. And they're like, it's okay. These terrors are, terror, t people that are going to cause terror are not here. They have got to wake the hell up. Uh, we've been told this before. Terry says, watch Orwell's 1984. You betcha. And police state. Mm -hmm. It explains it all. Yes, it does. Um, anyone watch American Made movie with Tom Cruise? I did, Donna. The government can do anything, even be involved in activities that regular peeps would be in prison forever for. Mm -hmm. It's a true story from when Clinton was our president. Yes. Yeah, with drug yeah. cartel and planes uh, being flown across with money back and forth. Um, uh, and half our kids are doing this. Yes, they're brainwashed. Uh, Matthew, we say good morning to you as well, to the rest of the fellow patriots out there. We're just trying to do our part to educate as much as we possibly can on all kinds of situations mm -hmm. that are happening across this world. We're, we're just trying to get the information out, which is why we do what we do. And we'll do it as long as we possibly can. As long as we have the funding to do it, we'll find what we can. We'll get the information out there. And we appreciate you guys being a part of it as well. Um, but don't think for a second that we may have a day where things are good or there's a, a week where things are quiet. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why 18 terrorists that were on the list were found last just last month at the border. How many more got through that we didn't know about? Oh, there's a reason so they're coming into this country. There's a reason that Obama, I mean, Joe Biden... Obama, I mean, Joe Biden and his administration left the border open for. There's a reason. There's a reason they wanted to stop Trump's wall. There is a reason for all of this, because as I was just saying a little bit ago, a few moments ago, as long as you can get situations into America, you can start to destroy it. How do you get into it? Open up the border. We opened up the border. And I think that this was planned much earlier than now, but Trump interrupted the plan trump was able to put that four-year halt to everything that was going on and now we see the stuff coming to fruition because it was day one stuff started to happen it was like obama was in office again and here we go we are going to fast track everything we possibly can to destroy the fabric of the american culture to destroy the fabric of the american life and it's just sad because I do think about this probably more than other people, and I don't want people to be upset and depressed all day long, but I walk around, I see happy families, and I see kids, and I see parents and moms, and I'm like, and I wonder if they even understand what is happening in our country right now. What could happen to our dollar that these countries are aligning, yet most people that I talk to say, I don't watch news. Yeah, I just go about my daily life. Yeah, I get a headline here and there. Um, the people that watch the show right now, we are in the minority, which is why if you care about people, you should ask them to watch the show, listen to show, put it in, because I think all of us do a pretty damn good job of getting information out, at least to try to make decisions that you can be control of to help you in your life and your mm -hmm. kids uh, for what's happening in the next few years to come. Yes. And and you had saying earlier about how families are walking around and they don't even know what's going on. Clueless. And think it's such a great time to live. Here's the difference between thinking it's a great time to live and literally 
it, you were born for such a time as this. And that's what I tell my kids, that I want you to be joyful. I want you to be happy. I want you to have God in your heart. But you were born for such a time as this. And what that means is prepare. Do something about it. Get in, you know, be a legislator. Fight for this. Work for human trafficking. For, for trafficking. Yeah, the cost of freedom is not free. No, it isn't. And, you, and, and we are, you were, Vic. We were born for such a time as this. It's not maybe as fun as in the 50s, but there are strong people that were born to get the word out. You have to. So that you don't have to sit around in your bed being all depressed and eating your bonbons and, God forbid, not a Coke. Well, Sean brings up a good point. We're talking about the visas taken away. He's yes. like, yeah, you do that. But then the students, well, you know, they'll just run and hide thanks to the loss of the blue lines, unfortunately. Yeah, and, no, and I agree. Yep. And I brought that up wrong. before. Donald Trump said if he's president, he would launch the largest um, military operation within this country that it has ever seen going after illegals. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Millions. Yeah, it is. Millions of illegals. But, th but we could start it. We could at least start it. And But the other problem that you have is we've already seen what the Department of Justice is. We've already seen what the higher level of the FBI is. Mm -hmm. You can't trust it. They've oh, all can. been on it together. For You decades. have to clean house. And that's just like people talk about cleaning house with the Republicans in the House. Not going to happen. Mm -hmm. There's not enough time, which is why Matt Gates can talk about it and come up with a nice little um, analogy about cleaning a swamp, but it doesn't mean anything. It's not changing. It takes a generation to change, if that, and we don't have that time. We could have been doing stuff already. Now we're in the times where it's like, oh shit, we got to catch up and do whatever we can right now and operate within the system that we have to work with. And, and that's right. We have to work within the system. However, the system was broken already. I mean, it was broken. Kevin McCarthy was absolutely not doing what he promised he would do. So I get why Matt Gates did that. Now, that being said, I also agree with you. What is the end game? But what he was doing was not a massive deal, in my humble opinion. No. Uh, well, it could be if there was a good result. The problem is, is how is there going to be a good result when everyone else that would replace Kevin McCarthy is a rhino? Because when you screw over people, which Gates kind of did, be, and I say screw over and not to get too off track, the, the normal process mm -hmm. and try to make them look stupid. Right. So they're going to retaliate. Don't think uh, mm -hmm. you attack somebody, they attack back. Correct. Correct. That's life. And then you should know and have thought about that. And if he didn't think about that, he shouldn't hold the office that he holds because he's not intelligent. And then if he wasn't intelligent and knew that this would happen, shame on him because he just destroyed whatever they had. And people said, well, we need to destroy it anyway. Yeah. At what cost? We talked about that yesterday. We did. Um, that's the problem because you don't have things that are there. Uh, John says, Vic, it is not impossible Different strategies must be used in a coordinated manner. I don't even know what you're talking about from that standpoint. Sorry about that. Uh, Robert says, Vic, I disagree with you. Gates was right. Um, once again, he was only right if the outcome is right, and the outcome is not right right now. If Byron Donalds takes over, fine, I'll come over to your side. But if it's somebody else, one of these establishment guys, then it was not right. And All it did, yeah, and, and that's the problem. That's where I'll disagree with you on that, Robert. Get Get Byron Donalds in because he's the only guy I've seen in that group that's worthwhile. Mm -hmm. That's left of the eight. Correct. And that's kind of where we go now. We're in a situation um, regarding um, <laughs> still trying to pick a House speaker. Yeah. Still. 
still. And now we have eight candidates who nobody's ever really heard of. Byron Donalds, who's, who we've talked about, strong African-American man from mm-hmm. Florida who's been very strong in stances and not being pushed over by several people. Um, he's the only guy I could ever foresee being somebody that Republicans could trust, that Republicans could like, that Republicans could feel that all of this was worth it. Because the last thing you want is somebody with a lower liberty rating than Kevin McCarthy had. And those are the people I see being pushed forward right now. Mm -hmm. Because unless you have numbers, unless you have power, you have to know how the political game works. And if you don't, then shame on you. Mm -hmm. Because then all you've done is you've created a big old fire. You've created that dust storm. Now everybody's sneezing. Now everybody has allergies. Now everybody is having issues. And guess what? All you have to do is wait for it to settle because you're not going to be able to push it totally out of the room. You're just not. Mm-hmm. It would take a long time to do that. So here we are. Where are we going to go with this? Do, do you even know anybody? Do you even know these candidates, I know. Lizzie? I, no, I don't. I don't know. I can, there's eight, correct? Well, nine started the day one jumped out. Okay, because I knew that we were at Tom Emmer right now. with Soros Ties. Um, Mike Johnson, Gary Palmer, Kevin Hearn. Byron Donalds, Jack Bergman from Michigan, Austin Scott, Pete Sessions, Dan Muser. Almost all of them are rhinos. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yet so, Robert says, oh, this is a good idea. It would be in theory, but- Well, I, now, I, I mean, breaking news, now there's six, six Republicans. Okay, and once six. again, once okay. they get to one, then you have to vote on it. Right. And then, of course, no work's getting done. These guys have been off for three weeks now. Mm -hmm. Three weeks. I was with Robert, and there's Matthew and several that were on the chat line thinking this was great in theory that Gates did this. But to your point, Matthew was saying that, you know, they're going to kneecap Gates now, and it's going to be a whole problem for the Freedom Caucus. Yeah. And they've even been forced to a point where they're going to have to give concessions maybe Mm -hmm. and pull themselves out of certain situations. Um, That's why I don't like what was done to this point in time, Mm -hmm. unless they get to keep what they were doing before and you get somebody who's legitimate. Because once again, it feels good. It sounds good to say, we did this and we did that. Really? What are the repercussions of what you just did? Could you imagine Davis saying it just might be Akeem Jeffries? He only needs a few rhinos to help him. Could you imagine that? There's no way they're going to vote for Democrats. I, I, they I they would immediately so they would yeah they would immediately lose any votes that they had in their own states. They'd be gone. Yeah, correct. Correct. That's <clears throat> that's just yeah that's not going to happen. Pam is still holding out at Trump. Uh okay. I would love that. It's not, <laughs> not going to be Donald Trump. No. But wouldn't um, that be, I still think that would be so great. Speaking of Trump, too, Michael Cohen's getting ready to testify against uh, Donald Trump. And you want to talk about a sleazeball? I yes, mean, yes. and I say sleazeball in regards to what he has shown in public, what he has said, how he has lied, what he would say this day, going back to that day, trying to get himself out of trouble. Um, and trying to throw Donald Trump under the bus because he's trying to make deals. Um, you'll hear some of those things that are that are starting to happen as well. I'm just, um, I just, I just hate what's happening to the Republican Party right now. Mm-hmm. I just feel it's a it's a sideshow. Yeah, and most Americans don't understand what's going on either. It's just more theater, mm-hmm. and of course, nothing's getting done. Yes, the attention's on there, and once again, um. It overrules any of the House 
yeah. committee investigation with Representative Comer, mm-hmm. the House Oversight Committee, because they were g- dropping bomb after bomb on the Bidens, and now you're not hearing about it. Correct. Correct. And bomb so after bomb after bomb on the Bidens, which ended up last week with a $200,000 check from Joe's brother signing over to him, which Republicans go, are you freaking kidding me? Including Comer saying, we have evidence. Look, we have evidence of all the wrongdoing. And then Democrats come out and say, well, you know, it's not uncommon for very rich families for family members to write massive checks to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know the difference, but we're not talking about it. We're not focusing on it no. because all we're doing is talking about this sideshow that Matt Gates created. So we're not talking about Biden anymore. We're not talking about corrupt Joe Biden <clears throat> and his son, Hunter. We're talking about this locally. And then, of course, internationally, we're talking about Israel. It is interesting how it all happened at the same time mm-hmm. to try to get the Bidens, I say, out of the news. Correct. I think you're right on that. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of the only ones bringing up this check. But she just, it goes to Matthew's point, she lost so much credibility there because she's primarily been in the Freedom Caucus with Matt Gates. So the little bit of credibility they had... She lost her credibility with a gate because she was backing McCarthy. That's true. Well, she was dating McCarthy. We, that's what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Wait a minute. Was she in the same theater as Lauren Bobert? I think they were there at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think they were. And I'm sorry, Lauren Bobert, if you're going to go out and here's the thing, you're going to be attacked as a Republican. Yeah. You got to know, you got to hold yourself to a higher standard. You just do. I'm sorry. Lauren Bobert doesn't have a lot of respect. Uh, nationally because of what she did and you're not going to win anybody over so you can't really promote we're the freedom caucus we're great when one of your leading talkers is out you know having fun fun paying tiddlywinks in the theater tiddlywinks yeah oh tiddly <laughs> her 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 date was playing tiddlywinks <laughs> She was playing something else. Yeah, she was. Yeah, baby. Oh, my gosh. It's just, I know some very good local legislators that understood why Gates did what they did, but they're like, for the love of God, we are, we are such an embarrassment already, and they couldn't do it legislatively. So, I mean, there's things that we want to do, but we just can't do them because it doesn't follow the Constitution. And sometimes I wonder that about the very far right, and I've always been considered that. We want to get things done, but unless it follows the Constitution, you can't just do whatever you want. I want to do whatever I want, but I don't get to do whatever I want. Do you get to do whatever you want, Vic? No. No. So, you know, Ah, I'm going to say this. Our forefathers knew that we were going to end up in this situation. They knew it. (laughs) They knew it. This this many years later, they're like, we're making a bunch of idiots. No, no, we're no. I'm I'm just I'm just waiting for our big donors and sponsors to come in so we can do so much more. Yeah. Oh, Uh, I'd like to be on all day long with shows all over the place. That's the ultimate goal. Yes. Um, All you need is money. You just need a little backing to get it done because there's so much more that we can do from a local standpoint and a national standpoint. Um, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Speaking of that, of course, we're grateful for complete auto body repair. Uh, seven climate controlled facilities throughout the St. Louis area. They're looking for technicians, all kinds of employers. You can look them up at completeab.com. Also, special thanks to Strategic Air Services, where we broadcast live out of in the St. Louis, Missouri area at Spirit Airport in a hangar. Um, they are 
uh, top notch when it comes to luxury flying, when it comes to private flying, and they're always looking for pilots or future pilots, uh, go to strategicairservices.net. And of course, experienced realty partners, Kathy O'Big Strick, Steve Strick. Uh, you can look them up, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. There's no strings attached. They're on on Wednesdays. If you have questions, give them a call. Their team, know, let them know. Um, they'll help you. They'll guide you, especially in these times where we have a bunch of this stuff going on. And if you haven't checked out our website, canceltheshow.com, please do. Um, you can check out all of our original episodes. You can check out all the places to watch us and listen to us. And of course, you can check out our merchandise site where you can support us by purchasing, purchasing merchandise, uh, cancel this shirt hats. And uh, of course, you've got cups of all kinds that are out there as well. Um, it is the October 24th podcast. If you guys have stories and ideas, and people sent me a lot of information yesterday, um, we're grateful for that as well. Just continue to send your story ideas. We get to what we can get to as well. And, oh, yeah, Derek, thank you for the reminder. We have our Cancel This Coffee, uh, organic coffee. Joe, if you can pop back that back up, that would be great. I read over that. Um, you, you have an opportunity uh, to check out the coffee. There it is, the Cancel This Coffee brand. Um, there you go. You can check out the coffee as well. American Legacy Coffee Company, um, you support us as well when that happens. Um, we just try to bring uh, as many of these stories to the forefront as we possibly can. But every day, something new is happening that we've never seen before. Where we're like, <clears throat> okay, um, we never thought this would happen in America. There it is. It's happening. Oh, we're going through it again. And of course, I think it's done on purpose so that we're constantly thinking about something else, constantly have our attention on something, constantly talking about issues that need to be covered, but also forgetting about other issues that we're covering as well. And it's also part of our society. We're always looking for something new. We're always looking for the next thing. It's like, oh, we need something else to be uh, attentive to. And then we had something that also happened last week. Um, Megan Marie sent this to me. Joe, you can pop it up when you got it. Um, regarding what the White House did, the White House media team last week shared a picture without blurring out or censoring the faces of our Delta Force. This happened for the first time. That is a no, 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 no. Now, you can debate whether it's just stupid people because we know there's a lot of stupid, uneducated people in the White House right now. Or was it done on purpose? And it would be very easy to think it was done on purpose because we already know what the DOJ has become working with Biden, working in situations where they're not really promoting safety in our streets. Um, this was the Delta Force faces. They then deleted it an hour later after hundreds of thousands of people had already viewed it. It was another massive, and I mean massive, massive, massive screw up by the Biden administration. Although it could be easy to blame a, a guy who's the president, who has no control over anything, who's just flailing around, that just like bouncing around, nobody knows Who's really in charge? Oh, yeah, that happened under Biden. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, he, he doesn't really have a, gra a grasp of anything. But if you're special forces, this is, a, I mean, this is unthinkable. Mm -hmm. What could happen to them and their families with their identities and their cover being shown like this? I mean, it's from one of the worst movies you could make up in Hollywood to have this done. As Tara says, it's inexcusable to have their faces shown. Yes, absolutely. It is inexcusable. Um, also from our line, Michael says, 
the under 18 year olds in America are brown and left wing and they don't care about any of this. They are the future and they don't care about the Constitution. Uh, for the most part, I think you're right. Yeah, I think so too. That's and that's an what we try to statement. get out there. Mm-hmm. It is what's happening. And it starts with parents and it starts with people being too comfortable. It starts with people not understanding the price of freedom. It understands with people not talking about the right issues. It talks with our comfort and our society where it's like, we always got to have the nicest car. We got to have a brand new car. We got to have a newer car. We got to have a newer house. We got to have our vacation house. We've got to have all these other things now, because as you know, you're never going to be fulfilled by items or things mm-hmm. or money. True. Um, and then you just take comfort and freedom for granted. And, and I get it because we're human. You get up every day. Oh yeah, I'm going to be free today. It's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, of course, this is what I deserve. This is what I get. Mm-hmm. I deserve this. I deserve that. That's what all the commercials tell me. I need to have this. I need to have that. I'm owed this. I'm owed. We're owed nothing. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. We're not owed anything. And it's always talking about your truth and your feelings and you get this. And our kids are growing up in a very selfish society. They're not community focused. They're inward, me focused. And that's really hard to make anything better. Uh, The other thing that we were just told, this is a great analogy too. um, The Biden White House showing the faces of the Delta Force team. Uh Uh-huh putting it out there on social media for hundreds of thousands of people to see. It's like showing an undercover office, the entire officer, undercover officer, the officers that are literally undercover Mm -hmm. at the same time that they're undercover. I just can't believe that they did that, but I can't believe all the stuff that they're doing. It's like we really are living in the twilight zone. It's unbelievable. On a daily basis, we continue to see more and more of this happen over and over and over again. Terror reminds us that Americans have become lazy. Oh, for sure. They become selfish and freedom is not free, which we have said many times today. Um, You know, things are not getting better and we're continuing to try to focus on them as much as we possibly can so that we can do some sort of situation uh, in our midst. When we do with deal with these situations that we we try to do anything that we can to make it better for ourselves mm-hmm. and for our family members. Also, uh, another story here on Cancel This, when it comes to our inflation and the money, report just came out as well, <clears throat> Fox Business, Americans are falling behind on auto loan payments at a record at a record pace. So not only do we have the housing industry failing, now we have the auto loan industry, the auto loans are falling behind at a record at a record pace. High prices, steep borrowing are triggering the spike in auto loan delinquencies. So um, the inflation killing a lot of Americans. Car repossessions tumbled in the early days of the pandemic because it wasn't happening. But now the repossessions have progressively ticked higher as sky high prices for used and new cars alike force consumers to take out bigger loans. Correct. And people, and we've talked about this before, people can't then pay their sales tax on their car. So they're driving around with license plates that are expired by quite a bit. And my first reaction used to always be, look at that deadbeat who's not paying it. But now it's like they maybe just can't afford it. Well, in September, the percentage of auto borrowers were at least 60 days late on their bills. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Rose to 6.11 percent according to Fitch ratings um, that marks the highest default level in nearly 30 years 
and it's a notable increase from the previous record of 5.93%, which was in January. So we're also on a downward trend, which is bad. Uh, also, the high number of loan delinquencies, it's not yet led to an equivalent growth in defaults according to separate data that was, that was um, reported. However, uh, it did indicate that loan delinquencies rose for a fifth straight month through September, and it'll probably be the same in October and probably November and December. Defaults actually slid, though, 9.8% for the month, but defaults are at 31.7% mm-hmm. from the same time a year ago. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it's going along with uh, you will have nothing and you will be happy. They're making it so hard to do anything. Um, vehicle repossessions, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, 1.5 million vehicles will be seized by the end of 2023. Yes, I believe That's that. That's up. Listen to this. That's up 1.25 million. Wow. Well, excuse me. It was 1.25 million last year. Okay. So. Um, and that's a lot. <sighs> yeah. It's going to get to the point that it's going to be so prices and people have looked for vehicles and prices for used and new vehicles also surged last year. Yes. But that was a result of what happened with the semiconductor industry as well. There was a shortage. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a global supply shortage Uh, that's starting to get back a little bit better. Uh, Fewer cars are being produced. So consumer demand remains strong. Correct. Well, and, and it's just going to get worse with the strike going on that these cars are not going to be produced. And so it's just a cyclical problem. Also, if you haven't seen or if you haven't, the average new loan rate mm-hmm. jumped to 7.4% in September. That was up from 69 at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the average used auto loan rate is at 11.5%. That's just the average. Mm. So even just a minor change in rates can affect how much car owners are paying each month. Absolutely. And it's just, it's another situation that Americans are dealing with, the car industry, the home industry. Um, It's interesting. Now you break it down into numbers. Mm -hmm. The percentage of consumers paying at least $1,000 a month for a vehicle. This is $1,000 a month for a vehicle surged by 17% just in the second quarter of 2023. It's the all-time high. Yeah. And it's up 17% at the start of the year, according Mm -hmm. to data. And that was from Edmonds. So paying at least $1,000 a month for a vehicle. Yeah. Most people I know $1,000 a month for a vehicle. Yeah. They're paying in between. And it's up 17% just in the second quarter. Yeah. I, I can't even fathom that. No, but that's what it is. You can't, you can't hardly afford a car because of the interest rate. And then people are putting things on their credit card at 28% for their credit cards. I mean, it's it's a huge crisis in it's our country. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> people are saying they need a drink after this news. Uh, that was good. We needed a laugh. We try to yeah. be serious. We try to have fun. Michael says buying $80,000 trucks. Well, aren't the trucks pretty damn expensive these yeah, days? Yeah, they're at least eighty thousand. I like trucks. I've just I just don't know much about them. Oh, I love trucks very much. So, but my truck is two thousand four because I want a new one really bad, but I'm not going to pay a hundred thousand dollars for the truck I want. So there you go. Uh, Joe, do we want to show the picture that Derek sent uh, to you? You can pop that up. I, I don't know what. What is it? My rights don't end where your feelings begin. Yeah. 
That's a cool shirt, buddy. That is a cool shirt. And that is so true. We we are losing our rights because somebody's getting their feelings hurt. But we're also told the prices are going to have to come down or nothing's going to move. You're right. Th- that what you would think, right? Common sense, right? But mm-hmm. common sense isn't so common anymore, especially when it comes to what's happening in this country. Correct. Uh, we're reminded that a 28% credit card is still there as well. Cars are up 30% in price, so they are overpriced and will be repoed more. And that's why Pam said, after all the information, boy, I need a drink mm-hmm. and, and a bath. Well, that's what we do. We want to give you the information. We want you to enjoy life, but we can't avoid it. We're not just going to stick our head in the sand. No. Uh, somebody said earlier, that there's a lot of depression. There's a lot of anxiety for whatever reasons in this country. All of a sudden that we didn't have 20, 30 years ago, but now everybody's got anxiety or depression mm-hmm. and we're dealing with stuff and you know we're taking more drugs than ever. Um, and people will run away from truth because they don't want to deal. It's like, ah, whatever so happens. So hard, like. yeah. And I get it. It's it's human nature it to is. do that. It is. Yeah, because you do want to run away from it. And and after this show, people should go have a drink or go do something fun or whatever. Because <laughs> Have a like, gummy with Lizzie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys get a root, fake. A Route 66 mm-hmm. Ostera gummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never taken a gummy other than a gummy bear. Actually, they're they're kind of the same thing. It's just what's inside of them, and um, you and Dave will do them together. That's what you should do, and then we'll just have a video of oh, you. Oh, and guys. then have a party, I guess. Yeah, no, no, just you two with some with some sativas. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, you never had a house payment. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars for a house payment. Yeah, when was that? Yeah, great. The early eighties. Uh, my house, my first house payment was seven hundred and seventy dollars in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. So I don't know where you got a 250. <laughs> I mean, I remember my first house. <sighs> yeah, um, we're gonna hand out gummies. Come uh, <laughs> to cancel this. Yeah, or- I, I, I guess uh, Ham would be like, "What? What did you do, buddy? You're giving away free stuff. I already told you we don't have samples to give." By the way, you th- these companies. By the way, the marijuana companies, they really they're not allowed to give away samples. Is that why they? Get yeah. the gummy had nothing in. Yeah, it? they're not allowed to give away samples. It, I think I knew that. So why did they even give Jeannie's first house that, was six hundred a month in ninety two, by the ni- way. Oh in ninety two. Okay. Six hundred a month. Yeah, I remember mine was seven hundred and seventy dollars in nineteen eighty eight. And I had to pay a PMI. I remember that. Which was a percentage higher because we didn't put as much down. Yeah. Um, we'll continue to follow today what's happening with this house vote. Are they going to have a speaker by the end of the night? Who knows? We'll wait and see. We'll see if Hamas releases any more hostages. Um, there are still Americans that are over there. We're not hearing a lot of word from uh, Joe Biden. There was one thing that the hostages did say when they were talking about Hamas. They said they weren't necessarily harmed, but they said when they were first ter- taken there, um, Palestinians and supporters of Hamas were beating them with sticks. They got one meal a day, and it was a very small meal. Obviously, they were all losing weight when they were there. And they said that they were immediately taken in tunnels beneath Mm -hmm. the city. And one of the women, the Israeli women, the 84, 85-year-old woman said that it was like a spider web of tunnels. And we have heard about these tunnels, and she said, it's almost impossible to find everybody. And people, they disappear like ants. Mm-hmm. That Hamas are just like ants. Mm-hmm. Eric talks about army ants, the Democrats yep. being army ants. Yes. It's almost like Hamas is like ants. They just, they go into the earth and they scatter. Uh-huh. 
and then they come back up when they need to, and then they scatter, mm -hmm. and then they come back up when they need to using those tunnels. And that's where hostages were being held as well. Uh, when you think about those situations, that we already know that these two women were being held in these tunnels. And then it's like, my God, how are you going to find the hostages in those situations? And then anybody that wants to talk about pro-Hamas or pro-Palestine has to deal with those issues first because you can say, yeah, I'm not for Hamas, but then you can't say you're pro-Palestine when Iran has supported Hamas. You just can't. And I'm, it, it just, you just can't. You can't, you can't, you can't. There's a long history of Iran and Hamas being together. And of course, Iran and Hezbollah. Those are the scary things that are happening right now. Um, they do hope and pray, obviously, that other hostages are released. Um, but Israel is trying to offer all kinds of uh, opportunities to Hamas right now for information leading uh, to getting the hostages back. Yeah. But it, it, it's unthinkable about being a hostage in those situations and um, not yeah, having yeah. those Americans out as they should be. Mm -hmm. uh, anything, what else do we have? Anything else that I we said? I think we covered every single thing we set out. To, this is the fastest two hours more, in podcasting. Much more. Mm -hmm. Joe, anything else that we sent that we didn't get to pictures? Uh, there's definitely some videos, but some of what, them were sent yesterday. What What did we? Uh, yeah, what did we have? I'm just curious before we get out of here today. Um, we've got. Uh, I forget when uh, Hamas has released two elderly. Yeah, we. Women. Yeah, that was the one we were just talking about. Um, I should have told you to run. I <clears throat> if we didn't run the video, that's the story I was talking about. There's uh, another video here. I'm not sure exactly what it is. <clears throat> Um, it's an Instagram video that it doesn't really have much of an explanation. All right. Well, don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll, we'll call it a day. There's a lot, uh, that's going on down to six Republicans trying to be house mm -hmm. speaker. We'll continue to follow that. We appreciate you guys jumping in for cancel this cancel the show.com. Um, tomorrow, uh, route 66 will be on and also Kathy and hell big strict Steve strict on as well when it comes to the real estate industry. And of course, everything else that happens today, if you have other stories, you can go ahead and give us a call as well. We appreciate it. Um, so that does it for this October 24th podcast live cast for pro Joe and Lizzie sparks. I'm Vic Faust guys. Have a good day. Fight the good fight and try to enjoy life. But at the same time, educate yourself. We'll see you tomorrow.